Welcome back to Ain't That a Recap. I'm Kaylin. CJ. And we are here with your season 12, episode 5? Five? 5. I'm pretty sure it's 5. Is it 4? Is it 5? Actually, I think it's 4. I think it's 4. Episode 4 recap of Real Housewives of Atlanta. So we'll just hop into it. So uh, this week we start out, we are back at Pride. So this is supposed to be like the big moment when Nene and Cynthia see each other like on the floats mm-hmm. for the first time since they've just been like talking junk about each other in the press 24-7. Right. And when the Avengers meet Thanos for the first time. Yeah. I don't get that reference. Nene's but Thanos. As we all expected, nothing happened. Right. It was very underwhelming. <clears throat> So everyone's at Pride. There's everybody from like every Real Housewives franchise on this float, actually. Bravo. It was crazy. The Bravo Network was there. Yeah, it was like, wow, so many people were there. And so, um, yeah, they just had Pride, whatever. Oh, I will say, Cynthia was crazy overdressed for this Pride float. Like, everybody else just had on very casual, like, rainbow outfits. And she's out there in a whole gown. Yeah, she like she was about to attend her mother-son, like, dance you know how they have like a father daughter <laughs> yeah she like that's what she like she was doing but i guess maybe it's her costume being like the grand dom i guess you know i don't think anybody designated her that but <laughs> that's what she wants to do self-proclaimed yeah so we hop to the next scene portia is back at therapy now last time we saw portia at therapy she like ran out she was hysterically crying in the car <laughs> So this time, it was just her, so we really got into, like, the meat of everything that's, mm-hmm. like, going on mm-hmm. with her and Dennis. And basically from the whole conversation, like, she was just saying, like, that the chances of her and Dennis getting back together is just, like, done. She said the door is bolted closed to Dennis. Direct quote. If that's the case, then she wouldn't have ran up to the liquor store with him. This was after that. This was after she found out that he had sex with that girl. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess. <laughs> bolted clothes. She said bolted clothes. Direct quote. Mm. Yeah. Um, but the therapist was like, well, at this point, basically, y'all just got to have a relationship to just raise your daughter. Because at least he's trying to be a parent, which is so right. true. Right. A lot of these dudes don't be trying to be a parent. Right. So, <laughs> that was Very that. Very true. Yeah. So then we have to the next scene. This is when things are finally getting good in the episode. So we go to uh, Candy's house and Kenya shows up. And so um, Kenya is just talking about like, well, they're both talking about like their babies, like Candy's baby being on the way Mm -hmm. and Kenya talking about Brooklyn and how like when she was pregnant, like Candy was like her go-to person for like questions and stuff. Mm -hmm. She was like texting her like, Every day, anytime anything popped in her head, like, what about this? What about that? So that's nice. She also showed videos of Brooklyn. Brooklyn is, like, how many months old? And she already, like, crawling. Right. And then she was, like, laughing, talking about she got a grip, too. She was, like, snatching wigs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was funny. And so uh, after they talk about the babies, Kenya brings up, like, her marriage. She, like, 
starts comparing like her marriage to Candy's marriage. I feel like as a way to like feel out if what she's going through is like normal because she talks about like how we fight and like I'm sure you guys fight right. and things like that. But you can't compare something I feel was a little more organic. I don't think she I think she was like digging to kind of find out like where her marriage like is on the health scale. I don't think she's comparing her marriage to Candy and Todd's, but I think she's just trying to figure out like if it's if what she's going through is like a normal, normal like first year. Right. Well, they've been married for two years, but which time has flown. Right. Like but they did have a whole season without her, so that right. makes sense. To see like if it was like normal or whatever. And so then they cut to Candy in her interview. And Candy said that she's been like around Kenya. Like with her husband and stuff. And she did call Kenya like submissive in her marriage. Right. And, and she yeah. also was like, you know, he, when when Candy's out with, what's her name? What's the, I mean, what's his name? Her Mark? husband. Yeah, when she's out with. Whose husband? Kenya's husband? Kenya's husband. Mark. Mark. When she's out with Mark, he's like a nice guy. And all of this isn't that. So, like, she can't really, like, have any insight on Mark because she's only, she only knows one side of Mark. Like, this is all new news to her. Well, Candy said that she's seen, like, them get into arguments. She said she saw it with her own eyes. Oh, but I'm talking about, like, out, like, at his business and, like, when, because, you know, like. But I think she's seen them at Kenya's house. Oh, okay. Yeah. She was saying, like, she's seen it with her own eyes, but she still thinks that they're just figuring out their flow. Um, I could have sworn that there was something about how she's seen him out and about, like, in public, and he acts a certain way. So, like, this was all, like, new to her. I don't remember hearing that. Oh. Well, I did watch it twice. Yeah. Maybe I just missed it. So, um, Kenya was talking about how they're trying to plan, like, well, so last episode, they were trying to plan, like, a couple trip for, like, his birthday or her birthday or something. His birthday. But then she, now, it's like a family trip because he wants the baby to come. But Kenya wants the nanny to come so that she can watch Brooklyn and they can have, like, some alone time. But Mark is not trying to do that because he's saying right. that's not a vacation to him. Right. But I don't know how, as Candy said, going on a vacation and taking care of, like, the baby and just doing, like, what you do at home mm-hmm. is, like... More of a was vacation. that for the anniversary? It was an anniversary trip, right. but he wanted the baby to come, so it right. turned into a family trip. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was sad. But I mean, it's cool. But she could have went by herself, honestly, because the baby not gonna remember that. Yeah. I mean, but and it's so, good. It's good pictures to have, I guess. Like it's like living in a moment. I think this is two different. I think they put a lot of different scenes, a lot of different clips together into this episode because in this scene. They were talking about going on the trip, but then in the last scene, she had been on the trip. Right. She's so, gotten back from the trip. Yeah. I think this yeah. was spread out over a lot of time. Yeah. You know how they chop up to make up episodes. And so, that was basically that scene. So, Kenya and Mark are just like, yeah. still don't I like how together. Candy was just like, why would you even go by yourself? Like, why would you put yourself... That's not this scene yet. That's not this scene? No, that's at the end. They have another scene when she go over to Kenya's house. Oh, you're right. Wow. They had a lot of sit-downs this episode. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I had a feeling you was getting a little confused. Oh, my God. I forgot yeah. that there were two sit-downs. Yeah. That... Okay, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So, wow. in the next scene, we go back to um, New York City, 
and Marlo, no, even and Cynthia are going to Tao to eat. It's like a Japanese restaurant. And then Marlo is showing up, which Cynthia informs Eva. And Eva says right away that she's going to just leave when Marlo gets there. So they sit at the table. And in usual fashion, Eva pregnant means she's ordering everything on the menu. Right, her bill came up like a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> and then Cynthia was like, I'll just get the green beans yeah. and two pieces of sashimi. <laughs> that was like 44. <laughs> That's oh funny. my god, that was so funny. And so after they order all their food, their food comes out and they start eating. And then Marlo shows up. So literally when Marlo shows up, Eva um calls the waitress over and she's like, I need my duck, I need my this, I need my that, I'm moving, I got my drink, bye. Right. Like, <laughs> I like how I like how when she was packing up. Marlo was like, ooh, that duck look good. She was like, can you leave her a piece of duck, please? <laughs> and she's still like, bag all this up. Yeah. <laughs> so they just move her downstairs. They show right. her downstairs. She's right. eating at uh, like the, the little bar. bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a whole nother part of the restaurant. Right. So, and literally, as soon as Eva leaves, Marlo was still calling Eva like a fry. A fry. And calling her broke. broke. Just... We're like, I thought we were past this. I thought this was done. She's still bringing up the fact that she didn't own a house she was staying in. Right. A lot of people rent. I know. Marlo. Marlo don't even own her house. Are you renting? A, a man bought her house for her. Ooh. Some man that she swindled and bamboozled. Ooh. Yeah. That's what know. you're doing? Yeah. Wow. Okay. And so... um. Now you know. Everybody knows, <laughs> I guess. Wow. So Marlo finally shifts the conversation and she fills in Cynthia about like having her nephews and being a Monty or whatever. How come when she first spoke the news about her being a Monty, we were all like, Oh, that's nice of her. But now just like the because tone in your voice, you're just she like she's a, out she's a Monty. Because she started out the conversation so messy, now I don't I can't get sentimental with her. Right. You're over it. Like you was already you was calling this girl a fry and right. broke and this is that and now you like I'm a Monty. Right. It's stressful. It's hard. And I'm like, girl, maybe if you weren't <laughs> busy like slandering people, right. you, <laughs> you would have more energy right. to be a Monty. <laughs> and so um, she talks about her nephews. And then Cynthia tells um, Marlo about Noelle and how, like, mm -hmm. you know, her coming to pride and right. her being, like, fluid and just, like, how much that means, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then Marlo, of course, followed that up with a joke talking about Cynthia used to play in the cookie jar. <laughs> <laughs> Marlo says whatever oh comes to her God. mind. Cynthia was like, "Ooh, right. Cynthia looks Excuse shook." Me? Right. <laughs> like, wow. How does but how does Marlo even know this stuff? I guess this is public. I feel like they talked about this a couple seasons ago. Yeah. Like on like Cynthia's like first or second season on the show. I feel like they did, mm. and how she talked about how she used to be with women, Oh. like here and there, casually. <laughs> so Marlo was watching since day one. Marlo been on the show since day one, really? practically. Wow. Yeah, as like she was on because me. Just to let y'all know, I didn't. I didn't start watching until like season five, season okay. six. Okay, there are like thirteen seasons. Yeah, so okay. it's going <laughs> season twelve. So that's like yeah. a whole chapter in itself. So Marlo was on like season two. Yeah, you wasn't. Yeah, she been on here for a minute. Cause I didn't watch none she of. She been the, on here since like when Sheree and like Kim yeah. and like all them was like the original cast. Oh yeah. I think she been on here probably since like season two or three. Cause she wasn't on there when what was that girl's name like? 
uh, Sean, there used to be this girl on here, and her name was Sean, and her husband was like a retired basketball player. Uh-huh. They was on like the first season, and they didn't never come back because it was too messy for them, and they were saved and sanctified. Uh, so yeah, they wasn't they wasn't here for that. Uh, but she I been bet, on here for like a while. I bet they regret that movie. Because I remember when uh, they went on the trip to Miami when uh-huh. Kim Zosiak was still on here, and she had her her assistant named Sweetie, and they was about her and Nene was about to fight on the bus. Marla was on the bus. Oh really? Because when Nene called Kim. Assistant a slave. (laughs) (laughs) And Sweetie was like, don't call me a slave. And Kim was like, what are you talking about? She's not my slave. Uh, Yeah. It was so old. Marlo was there. What happened? It's crazy. I remember that. It's like eight years ago. See what I'm saying? That's the stuff I miss. (laughs) That's a gem. She called her sister a slave. Yeah. Yeah. That's back when Nene still had her big nose and her short wigs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, she was still wearing pixies. Yeah, <laughs> big, you know, before she got her nip and tuck. Yeah, ooh, uh, yes. before she got a, chopped. a little pool yeah. every off season. Before she got chopped and screwed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, back to this conversation. So then Marlo bringing up Nini. I don't know why Marlo trying to be a peacemaker between Nini and Cynthia so bad this year. Yeah, That's this is like, like a random. new role for her. I don't. I'm over it. Like the mediator. Like, it's like, is this what you're going to talk about every time you get them together? Right. Like, be nice. Right. Be nice. <laughs> be nice. It's like, girl. So okay. You like messy? You like messy, Marlo? I don't, but this is like too much. It's you like. You think it's a force? Yeah, it do seem so forced. So you do to like me. messy, Marlo? I don't like messy, Marlo, but, but it's this her. is like. You yeah. can tell Messi Marlowe is her. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't know why she's trying so hard to make them be friends again. They're wrong. She's trying, to, she, she she trying to get that peach. Oh. Well, hers going to be like an apricot. Oh, no. So she brings up Nene, talks to her, and then Cynthia brings up the interview, the video that she saw in her hotel before the parade, talking about Nene was like talking about her. And oh, then yeah. Marlowe, go ahead. On that, uh, where it's like the backdrop. Yeah, that weird like media interview. That looked like the most low budget interview oh. I ever seen. Oh, now you hate it. Why would Nene even do that? She could do better interviews than that, can't she? Well, she can get better press. Uh, Cynthia, her press probably looked pretty impressive. It was. She had a lot of. She was on series. A lot of, uh, yeah. Syndicated radio Publications, yeah. like legitimate, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Cynthia brings up the interview that Nene did, but then Marlo comes right back at her and said that you have not said nice things about Nene as well. Cut to. In that tone. Cut, cut to the short of uh Cynthia's interview, her press tour as mm-hmm. we've called it, just her on like Madame Noir, serious Candy's YouTube channel, right. like talking Radio. about Nini, yeah. So that's how I ended. Marlo did that a lot this episode. She was talking about both of y'all been talking about each other, so what's so what are y'all really mad about? So Is she playing both sides of the fence? I don't know. Or her and Cynthia I didn't even know her and Cynthia were friends. Mm-hmm. Like the fact they even went to lunch is weird. So, which is funny because when Eva was like, oh, uh, like, is Nene off doing press so Marlo has some free time in <laughs> New York City? So she just, like, came to eat. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. She stayed playing her. Like, so when she funny. showed up to the float, she called her her lap dog. Yeah. I was like, yeah, Lee. Yeah. So... Next scene, we back in Atlanta. Portia is running around her house, getting ready for her first day back at work, which, thank God, because she been needing to go back to work. Right. And she's taking PJ in with her. Mm-hmm. 
So she on the phone with her sister like, when is the Uber going to be here? First off, Portia, why don't you have a car service? You're rich. A Uber from Duluth? Duluth to downtown? Ooh, that's that. $100 Uber. It's a black, too. Yeah. It was like a suburban. A, yeah, that's a big Uber. Ooh, that's an expensive that's, Uber. Jesus Christ. But she was running around. She was putting the baby in the car. Like, you got to put a whole car seat in an Uber? That's yeah. a lot. Putting the car seat. But her, you know what? Her car seat and her struggle did look super light. That's just things that I noticed. Like, as a woman, I'm like, that look light. Oh, like, so the lighter okay. the better? Oh, yes, for oh, sure. Okay. Especially putting in somebody else's car. Oh, true. So, she was like, oh, I don't have no bottles. Running back in the house. Didn't have no bra on. Bottles and bosom. Right. <laughs> I was like, Lord. Ooh, she a mom. So, finally, Porsche's on her way to work. So we cut back to New York City. Nene is meeting Marlo for lunch at the boathouse. Anybody who ever watches it, like any movie that's like based in New York or has been or is just fascinated with New York City knows about the boathouse. It's Never a beautiful place. It. Oh, Lord. Okay. So they go to the boathouse for lunch. First off, why is Nene yelling at other people's kids? Right. Are you person, cussing? Are you cussing? It is adults out here. Right. But <laughs> yelling at white people kids. White, white Rich kids. white people kids right. well, in New York City. Well, swing that paddle through the water and wet her whole face. Oh my God, it was so funny. So, Marlo shows up middle of the day. Why are you wearing a gold sequin jumpsuit? In a purse at like a dime. And it looked too little because as you said, it was spilling. her boot. <laughs> She Just did have like some spillage. boob and armpit spillage. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't make that for women of her like body type. Nah. She's a little too thick. So Milo's looking like a disco ball at like twelve forty five PM. Yeah. She's walking through Central Park in a gold jumpsuit. Anyways, so she fills Nene in on her dinner with Cynthia and Eva. And she brings up what Cynthia was saying, of course, and right. why Cynthia is mad at her uh, about the interview and stuff. And Nene is just, like, making excuses about the interview and saying how, basically, her behavior and the fact that she did that interview was, was a response. A, yeah, a reaction to Cynthia's right. smear campaign Tit for tat. on her, like, radio tour where she's the claiming not to, be, not to be friends with Nene anymore. And so, they cut to Nene and her ITM, and she's talking about, like, everything that's going on with her and Cynthia, and then Nene, like, breaks down. I thought it was fake. Yeah, that was, like... I was like, why are you crying like I don't like want to do this. Yeah, I was like, girl, it's not even that serious. Head to hands. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Marlo told Nene that, uh, basically, she and Cynthia are just both wrong in this instance. Right. But Nene was not trying to hear that. It's, like, it's if, like, she did it to me, so I did it to her. Right, and it's like, if you're not fully in support of Nene, then she don't want to hear what you Ready got to say. Ready to cut you off, honey. Right. Yeah. She said that she felt like Marlo is blaming her for, like, the whole situation, which that is not what Marlo said at all. She said, both of you are at fault. Right. So, as a response, Nene just got up and left. Right. Food, <laughs> everything. I'm just like, oh my God. Like, and then so Marlo... Right. And then Marlo is like chasing her out the restaurant yelling, Nene, Miss are you Leaks. serious? Leeks. Is this what are we you doing, for sis? Real? I'm yeah. like, girl, I would you not have got up and chased her. Ugh. Right. You got to pay for it. 
That's Bravo. They swipe. Production. <laughs> Production? Yeah. Ooh, the budget. Yeah. Ooh, Lord. And they yelling outside the boathouse, acting yeah. so black. Yeah. I'm like... Then he got in one of those, like, one of those uh, rickshaw drawn. Ooh, I bet, it, I bet she was heavy in that yeah. thing. Yeah, you saw how slow he started of... out. He used all his quads. Ooh, I bet she was heavy in that he little thing. He used all his quads to get that thing started. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, so that was the end of the scene. Yeah. Oh, uh, Marlo had to like call her a ride because I guess her and Nini was supposed to be leaving together. I guess. But Nini left her. She so said, she Andy, send the car. For real. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So. Oh my God. This is hilarious. <laughs> oh my God. So we go back to Atlanta and we are with Candy, Todd, and Ace. And they go to the next doctor visit to see the baby. Mm-hmm. Ace is so cute. He's like dancing outside the doctor's he office. Fortnite dances. Oh my god! And he's just like so excited. <coughs> Ace is just like adorable. <laughs> so, oh, Doctor Jackie also got a new office. Oh yeah, Ooh. I like that. Married to Medicine reference. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh okay, Doctor Jackie. Mm-hmm. So, um, they go in the room. The surrogate is there, and um, Doctor Jackie is just explaining like the whole delivery process and how it's gonna go down. Like the exchange. The mother and Todd and Candy are gonna be like in a birthing suite, but then they're gonna have a separate birthing suite just for Todd and Candy and like you know the media family. So Ace, right? Kayla and uh, what's the other name? What's Candy's other name? Riley. Yeah. Sorry, Riley. <laughs> and Riley, for them to go to after the baby is born so that they can have their, like, family time and do, like, skin-to-skin and all that stuff. I don't know why Candy was acting. Well, I guess Candy didn't know. Because she seemed legitimately shocked. Like, that's how this is going to go? Like, right. it's just like that? And we, like, never see the surrogate again? Yeah, it is kind of. But that's how it goes. You don't want the baby and the surrogate to, to bond be- at to all. Become, to become attached? Yeah. Yeah. So, um... They at the doctor's office getting all the information, and then in the middle of this, Kenya texts Candy, saying like basically like nine one one, I need you to come over like as soon as you can so we can talk. Stat. Yeah, and so they finish the appointment, and they're walking out, and they just like talking about the baby and stuff, and then Candy tells Ty like you take Ace because I gotta go over to Kenya's house because she's like freaking out and like right. really upset, so. <laughs> They go their separate ways. And so that's the end of that scene. So we cut back to Portia and she's walking out of work. And she's like celebrating she's with like excited. Warren. And right. I'm guessing, I thought that girl was her nanny because the girl was holding the baby bag. But maybe that's like she got another assistant. Yeah, I don't know. I think know. it did say her assistant. because She got two assistants? I guess so because when it, um, when it panned to her, when the camera panned to her. It had a little thing for it, her? Yeah, oh, and I, it, I think it. it said Portia's assistant. And oh, then... Okay. You know how like what what's her name Lauren? Lauren? It'll be like Portia's assistant slash sister. Yeah. It just said Portia's sister. Oh, okay. So she yeah. had a good new assistant. Yeah. I wouldn't want my sister to be my sister either. That's weird. Yeah, it's a conflict of interest. <laughs> so uh, they walk out of work, and they're all celebrating because Portia said that her first day went well, mm-hmm. and um, the baby was there. The baby was good. They all met the baby. Right. Everything. She like made that. a cameo. Yeah. And then after seeing how work went and saying, like, she decided to go back to work, she finally admits, like, okay, I need to hire a nanny. Because mm-hmm. apparently she's been through a number of nannies, and they just not working out. The issue is Portia's trying to hire these young girls to yeah. be a baby nanny. You can't hire some, like, full-time student at Georgia State to be your nanny. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, some full-time student at Spelman to be right. your nanny. When they showed Kenya's nanny, I was like, that's the kind of nanny right. you need. You a want a real nanny life that's mother. Like certified. She got yeah. like CPA. She done raised by four not kids. CPA. It's not CPA. She got her CPR certifications. Like, there's like certain things that she you She done raised want. by four of her own children. And she grand, know how. Right. <laughs> She's a full-blown grandmother. Right. So, uh, she won't like her nanny to match her, like yeah. her look. And her you don't aesthetic. want that because then they're not trying to work, they're, they're trying, trying to, to talk to you, and they're trying to come up, they're trying to see they're how trying to you got you. on, right? Right, right. right. Yeah. So, um, she got to find another nanny, like stack because she got to go back to work. So, cut to next scene Candy shows up at Kenya's house, yeah, and Candy, um. Brought some gifts for baby Brooklyn. It was cute. She got her like a little doll mm-hmm. and something else. I don't remember. Oh, a teething necklace. Yeah, that's what mm, she that's got. That's for her. like Kenya to wear? No, that's for the baby to wear. That necklace was big? It's, no, it's, the beads are kind of big. Yeah. So they can't like swallow them oh. if they break off. But it's just for them to like put in their mouth. And yeah. When they, yeah. Oh, okay. And so at first they're just catching up. And, like, King is, like, laughing and making... First off, King looks so good in this scene. Mm-hmm. But just, like, the jeans, the shirt tucked in, the belt. She looked very cute. Mm-hmm. Like, um, her, and her body looks great after having a baby. Like, she looks really good. And then she had a waist trainer on? No, she didn't have no waist trainer on. Oh. Yeah, she looked really good. Jeez. I mean, she might have had on, like, a Spanx or she something probably still underneath. Goes. She probably goes But she looks gym. good. Yeah. Yeah. And so, they're catching up. She making Candy a, a glass of lemonade, as Simply. all black women do. Yeah. And Candy's looking like, uh, in her interview, she confused because she thought, I thought, thought she was going to be more distressed than this, the way she texted me or whatever. And so, they sit down. And Kenya finally gets into, like, why she called Candy over there in the first place. And it has to do with Mark, of course. She's just saying, like, she's having problems in her marriage right now. Like, she doesn't know what's going on. Like, there's a lack of intimacy. And Candy was like, how long? And she said that since she was, like, six or seven months pregnant, Mark has basically been, like, unattracted to her. She said that he, like freaked out when her stomach stomach started growing like to the point where it was like noticeable you know like when your belly button starts coming out he got like unattracted to her which is weird right because candy said that when she was pregnant like todd was like even more attracted to her right i feel like that was how it normally is yeah so she said he freaked out and ever since then like they have not been in the same place that they used to be in and so, Kenya, so, I think Candy was like, so what happened with, like, the whole trip? I thought y'all were going to, like, mm-hmm. get things, like, rekindled, blah, blah, blah. And Kenya admit that she went on the anniversary trip by herself because her husband didn't want the nanny to come. Kenya did, and they got in a fight, so he just ended up not going. I don't like men like that who you get in a fight and they, like, leave. Or they just, like, don't show up to something. Very similar to when Dr. Jackie and Curtis got in a fight when they was going through it after. But he didn't about leave. The, she called? left. He didn't show up. The plan, the trip was already planned. Yeah. He didn't show up. Similarly to Mark. Curtis. Yes, Curtis didn't show up at the airport. Yeah. Similar to Mark just not showing up to yeah. the house or to the airport for the trip. It's already planned. That's probably when he got his cheating off. Jesus Christ. Uh, so, uh, 
Kenya went by herself, and Candy was like, girl, why did you even go? Which right. is so true. But as you said earlier, like, it's still, like, a good time for her to, like, relax, get away. I mean, her house is probably a very stressful place for her right now. Mm-hmm. Get out of the house, just be with her baby, go on this relaxing trip. Right. Just and it's large. Try to relax and as much as you can. Like, I'm in this empty, I'm in this big empty house by myself. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, she lived there by herself before she had a baby. But it's different. Mm-hmm. She married now. He don't live there. <laughs> Nothing has changed True. since she's gotten married, except for she has a baby. <laughs> so, um, Kenya is just like going through a lot emotionally right now because she, in her, she knows that her husband loves her daughter. Because clearly, because he don't ever want to go nowhere without right. her. But she feels like Mark, since they had a baby, doesn't care about her anymore. Like he only cares about their daughter, which sucks. You think that he almost like? I don't used think he used her, her for a baby because he baby? already had kids. Um, he already got his own kids. But they grown. So our parents still love us, and we're grown. True. Like, <laughs> I don't know. And true, but and, and then to get like a forty-eight-year-old, how old, however old she is, mm-hmm. woman pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a whole different animal. Yeah, so basically, King is asking Candy, like, if this is normal, like, in all marriages, and Candy um, is telling her, like, you know, when me and Ty get in fight, like, over time, I had to learn, like, what lines not to cross. Yeah, she because was below the belt. She, yeah, she would, like, kind of hit his ego, yeah. like, to hurt man. You ain't shit, nigga. <laughs> you bitch-ass nigga. Yeah. And Ken- Everything like that. Yeah. And Kenya's basically like, yes, that's the point. Like, she's crying during all this. And just saying that there are lines that just shouldn't be crossed. When you fight, and Candy follow- immediately follows up and says, he must have called you out your name or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love. Because it's just, like, straight up. Right. Straight up. Right. Did he call you out your name? And, and Kenya basically... Basically confirms it without saying anything right. directly. She didn't say a thing. She didn't say it, but she also didn't say no. You know what I mean? Yeah. If no is no, you're going to say no. Yeah. And so she basically says, like, they fight a lot about, like, all kinds of, like, petty things. And it just, like, mm-hmm. escalates. And he just doesn't ever want to, like, compromise. Like, he is very, like, this is how it needs to be. Right. But this is Kenya's fault because she, from the beginning, has let him play this role. That's, once again, her falling into the whole, like, submissive role in her marriage. I understand, like... I understand that, like, men are head of the house and, like, women are, like, supposed to allow men to, like, lead and that kind of stuff. But there is definitely, like, there's, I feel like any good marriage, like, a man still appreciates, like, a woman's, like, input. Because they realize that they can't make, like, the best decisions all the time just, like, based on their own, like, thinking. You know what I mean? Right. I feel like men lead, but they also take into consideration what their partner in life is saying to them. Because it's important. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. And so, Kenya also asks this layer of, like, submission because she says that, like, she doesn't like to add to the fight and elevate the issue more. And she basically just tries to, like, she tries to de-escalate the situation by, like, giving in to what he says. Or she just, like, lets him just, like, do whatever he wants or does it, like, the way that he, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And 
Um, so they go to her interview and production asks her like exactly like some things of like what he said to her and she's like, I don't want to get into it. So he must be saying some crazy <laughs> some stuff. Crazy stuff. He must be calling her like the B name. word. Yeah, I was, that's which what I was is thinking. like wild. If you're in with silence. a dude and he calls you the B word, that's a no. That's a no. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good look. Whoa, that's crazy. And so they go back to her house and she is just like crying, breaking down, and she just like walks out of the room and goes into her bedroom and closes the door and it just starts crying. And Candy is just sitting there like with a bewildered like look on her face because right. she's like, "What is going on?" And that's just how the episode ends. That's so. I don't know. I wonder if what's his name again? I keep forgetting his Mark. name. Mark. Mark is even. <laughs> that's because he's never on the show. Right. He's never there. I wonder if Mark is even watching this and seeing. Oh, doubtful. Like, he's not watching this. How Bad what he he's doing is like how it's just like mentally just like tearing his, not even just his marriage, but just like his wife apart. Yeah. But then again, I don't think he cares. He come off as a dude who don't care, <laughs> and he in New York, so yeah. he could probably like out of know, sight, out of mind. He's in like he's like a restaurant tour. And, you know, like that type of group, you know, uh, being a restaurateur and a successful one at that in New York, I feel like is very like respected. Mm-hmm. So he probably can just like get, he probably feels like he can get any woman he wants at any time, you know, so he probably don't care, yeah. you know. I don't think he's cheating on her, but I don't think he's cheating on her at all. But I think it is very much like an out of sight, out of mind thing. So it's like when he's there, he's in his role of like, I'm a dad and I'm kind of a husband. But when he's in New York, he's just doing business stuff. Like yeah. he seems like a workaholic, which is why he never wants to come down to Atlanta. Right. And no, so. I wasn't. I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And so I think that like. Him having that attitude and them having problems, like, doesn't phase him. Like, he's just like, okay, well, this is how the marriage is. And if you, like, he's like one of those dudes who's like, well, if you don't want to be here, you could just leave. Right. Even though it, he'd be going to her house. But yeah. if you, if you don't, <laughs> if you don't want us to be together, I could just go back to New York and just work on my restaurant and just right. keep calling you saying, how's my baby? Right. And that's it. But like, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't speaking <laughs> on, like, him cheating on her. I'm just speaking, like, now in today's terms, like, like, today, like, while the show is airing. He yeah. probably don't care and like he doesn't watch this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he probably just back to his shenanigans in New York, working and probably just enjoying the fruits of his labor. Because I mean, if he's respected enough in New York, and for Candy to be like, you know, Todd can learn from him. You know, Mike, because I think they like show that on like a trailer where like Todd isn't really doing what he's supposed to be doing. And she said that he should talk to Mark on how to, like, launch a successful restaurant. Mm-mm. That was on, like, the first... Well, so, you think about two different scenes. Oh. So, in the promo for, like, the season, they mm-hmm. did have a scene about Candy saying that to Todd. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing about learning from him thing was when he came down to visit and King asked him if he, like, when he was going to open oh, a restaurant yeah. in Atlanta. And yeah, yeah. she told how- him... To talk to Todd to see how to get it started. Right, like, in think, Atlanta. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Which I mean, yeah. Todd, yeah. Is land- Todd got OLG in State Farm Arena. That's where the Hawks play basketball for anybody who don't know, like, Atlanta venues and whatnot. So, Todd is the man. So, yeah, that was the episode. Kenya, Kenya took up a lot of this episode, actually. And then... A majority. Yeah. I feel like that's what the season's going to be. It's going to be Kenya heavy. Yeah, 
So that's that. Um, do you have any hot takes you just want to share before we close out? Um, mm. Great Iron Bowl win last night, Auburn. I was just Auburn. about to say that. You guys did that. We hate Bama. Everyone hates Bama. We thought Nick Saban was going to stroke out a time or two on the sideline. Sure. <laughs> and If y'all yeah. want, want Nick Saban gone, the Falcons will take him. Ooh. Right up the street. Let's get it. Hit Actually, 20. I wouldn't be mad. Hit 20 East. Because we got to rebuild from the bottom up, it seems. Jesus Christ. All right, y'all. That's the end of Ain't That a Recap. We will be back with a double episode in two weeks, and we'll see you then. Once again, I'm Kaylin. CJ. And you guys have a great week. Ice Trey. Trey Young. You out here. Let's get it. Mm-hmm.